Hey, this is Amy. And this is Lindsay. And this is Girl Talk Live. We are so pumped that you're here with us as we unpack how being a girl and being a mom is the best when you're walking and talking with Jesus every day and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. So grab your Bible and let's get started. Good morning. Welcome Just kidding. to Girl Talk. It's not morning. I don't know what day it is where you are, but somewhere it's in the It's summertime, and during the summer, we lose track of all days yeah. and times. And there's so many people all over the world watching this at all different times, so whatever uh, day it is for you, happy day. Happy day. Hope happy you're having Girl day. a great day, or mm -hmm. I hope you have a great day. Or had a great day. Or have a good day tomorrow, you know? <laughs> you could be going to sleep and hope you have sweet dreams. Oh, sleep. Yeah, that sounds really good. That's right our now. favorite thing to do, right especially after, in the summertime. Yeah, I was so excited to go to sleep last night. Mm -hmm. It was the best. I was ready to full days and long naps. Finish everything so I can go to sleep. Mm -hmm. You know? Yep. So we are starting week six. Yep. And six is a good number. It's one of our favorites. Mm -hmm. As in, like. Six and 33. Those yeah. are our favorite numbers. And because three plus three is six. Yep. You know, and three times three is nine. And then two plus one is it's 21. It's three. It's three. So it's just two all Two plus together. one is three. Yeah. So, but 21, we love nine and 21. Yeah. And six and 33. Yeah. Mm hmm Perfect. And they're all <laughs> divisible by three. So we wow. just love it. <laughs> we love how God, you know, how, who, um, who, how, what, when, <laughs> where, why? Oh, what month is it? <laughs> Summertime. God, you know, created all things, and he is not a God of chaos. He is a God of order. God of order. And I love how even in scripture we have found, we're talking about all the numbers and everything. Yeah. Because we love all the numbers. I remember. <laughs> and we love 33, and 3 plus 3 is 6, and Matthew 6, 33. Yeah. Um. You know, the Trinity is the three persons of God, mm -hmm. and Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek me. First. Seek first the kingdom, my kingdom, mm -hmm. and my righteousness, the righteousness of God, and all these things shall be added yeah, to you. Yeah, because before that, in chapter 6, he's talking about all these things that we were about. Like, don't worry about what you eat or what you drink or don't like what you're going to do stuff. or all this stuff. Like, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't just worry about your clothes. Just seek me first. Yeah. So, and it's... And then, you know, there are Psalms, like Psalm 33 talks about our happiness. <laughs> I just remember, I can't remember right now, y'all. That was awesome. It's summertime. Yay, coffee. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to our apples and peanut butter after this. Yes. But you know what's really day. cool? All of this uh -huh. leads in to the power of worship. The power of worship. we're talking about how when we set our minds on Christ, when we seek Him first, when like our focus is on Him in worship, which is Colossians 3, 23, <laughs> set your mind on things above and not on things below. Wow. It's amazing. Oh, God. It's Two so times good. 36. Mm-hmm. Matthew 6, 33. 3. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yes, and then we were talking about, you know, if you're tracking with all of our sports analogies, like I always love to give you. Mm -hmm. Um you know, you the, ball. At something. <laughs> <laughs> the ball goes in the direction of your feet, always, mm -hmm. 
and your shoulders like squaring up, you know, if you're throwing the ball, if you're hitting the ball, it, whatever you're doing, if you're shooting the ball, like it's all where your focus, where you're facing is where that ball is going to go. And obviously the way you're facing is the way you're going to walk unless you have some weird like side so, sidewalk or something. Side you know, get it? Sidewalk. <laughs> you walk on. So, Which you go down. So. Anyways, that's beside the point. But... You know, beside, like, mm-hmm. the sidewalk is beside the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> where you focus is where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. And that's really all. It's, that is worship. Yeah. It's that is the, the power, power of, of worship. worship. <laughs> which is what, of course, we've been talking about every week leading up to now. And so, basically, we have no in- new information for you. We're just... <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, we I have say no that. new information any week because we're literally just reading out the Bible. So right, it's all It's there. not new. It's just here, mm-hmm. and it's living. It's living, though. Like, don't, it is, don't definitely. Don't knock it down too much. No, I'm not. <laughs> just kidding. She's raising it up. <laughs> raising the roof at all times. It's right here. <laughs> Psalm 33. Yes. So, um... Well, my point of Psalm 33, (laughs) which um, we were saying Psalm 33 points to Matthew 6.33. And it just, I think we read this last week. It says, no king is saved by the sides of his great army. And a horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. So, So the point is, again, when we're putting our hope in other things beside God, it's just pointless yeah it's pointless and um and so psalm 33 is pointing to the fact that he is our hope and no matter what we're always to look to him and keep our eyes in his direction so that we go in his direction Mm -hmm. just like so we can go where the balls go yeah so it's really humbling to think about really worship in general which is what we're talking about this whole summer if you're just now tuning in um so go back and listen to the other week so humbling that we get to enter into like the presence of the lord because like we don't deserve that at all and like the fact that we get to there's no other religion on the face of the earth that's true anyways but like there's never (laughs) where they get to go yeah they Mm -hmm. get to go face to face with Mm -hmm. the one that they worship it's always Mm -hmm. there's always a barrier in every other religion but for us like the veil was torn and we get to be in the presence of the lord not because of anything that we did but because what christ did for us because he humbled himself to come see us yeah and so it's so, so like humbling that we even get that but then to know the power of worship and to know like the power of worship that we have because Holy Spirit is in us. And so in Mark 5, it talks about the demon-possessed man, and he literally, like, you know, we talked about, was it last week? Yeah, we talked about the positions of worship, and bowing down is one of the biggest, like, you don't just bow down to anything, and you don't just bow down for no reason. Like, you bow down in worship to whatever that is. And so the demon-possessed man, like, literally saw Jesus coming and bowed down to him like the demon in him bowed down and it literally just says like um he starts to talk to him but it says when he saw jesus from a distance he ran and knelt down before him so even like we know like even demons bow down because that's how true of a god jesus was and is 
and I, like that's who we worship and we get to worship and then they like talk a little bit and then they're like what's your name and um and then in verse 8 it says Jesus told him come out of the man you unclean spirit in the beginning of um chapter 5 it talks about how, like no one has been able to like control this man Oh, yeah. Like, no one. Mm -hmm. Like, no one. You can't even, like, put chains on him to control him. This demon is, like, out of control. And then Jesus shows up, and he's literally, like, kneeled down in front of him. Mm -hmm. And, like, within seconds, Jesus is, like, come out. And, like, and it's just the power of worship to realize that, like, even the demons bow down to him. And even in that, like, it moves mountains because even the demons are worshiping him. And so, with all of that being said, it's, like, Matthew 7 that goes back to just, like, if like if us as sinners and in Matthew 7 it talks about like even a humanly sinning father like gives good gifts like your dad you know the the best kind of dads maybe not even the best but not the worst kind of dads are not going to like give you a snake when you ask for bread like they're going to give you what you ask for mm -hmm. and then Jesus is like so even you like who are sinners can give good gifts like, how much more am I going to give to you as your Heavenly Father? And so, with all that being said, just saying, like, if demons can worship God and see that kind of powerful miracle for that demon to come out of him, like, how much more power do we have in our worship? Not because we deserve anything or we can do it, but because, like, when we turn to him and we seek him first and we use that, like, how much more is he going to do? Mm -hmm. That, I mean... If you stop and think about that for a minute, the moment the demon realized it was Jesus, he knelt. And so we have to ask ourselves, have we ever truly experienced Jesus where, like Elijah did, when Elijah says, woe to me, I'm a man of unclean lips. Like he recognized who he was when God revealed himself to him, when he was taken up. Have you ever had that experience? And maybe not. Because the reason I say that is because our culture, you know, we are so blessed to just grow up, be growing up going to church. Most of us are going to church every Sunday. Um, if we're not, then, you know, praise the Lord that you are watching this video and he's calling you to himself. Um, but most of us are growing up in a place where, oh, everybody goes to church and here, this is what we do. But because of that, we take for granted all this stuff. And so the real question to ask yourself is, have you really ever met Jesus? And if not, then... I would propose that you just keep asking him to reveal more of his glory and his goodness to you because until you really meet him, you're not going to know the power because, you know, we all go through different seasons of our walk with the Lord. You know, he, he saw, he's always with us. You know, scripture says he'll never leave us or forsake us. And, you know, the Psalms say, Psalm 139 says, we cannot flee from his presence. So we're always with him. But he also, uh, just like he did with Moses, he reveals himself to us in different ways, to different degrees, in different seasons of our lives. And, and I, we can just acknowledge it. 
and, and he wants us to acknowledge it. That's why he lets us go through these different seasons. So we can say, anything good that I am is definitely just a gift. It's definitely his grace given to me. The faith I have is faith that he's given me. So all that to say is if we are not falling on our feet like the demon did at Jesus, like, I want more. <laughs> you know, we need more. We, we want to see him for who he is, not just what we, you know, heard on Sunday or might hear in a song or what we feel. And so when we, because um, when we have that, when we have those experiences and we see what is really there, we see him, not that we'll ever fully see him for who he is until heaven, but when we see more of him, kind of like he told Moses, he's like, you can't handle my glory. Mm -hmm. Like you can go up in the cleft and turn around and I'll pass by you. You know, he did that. But if we aren't falling on our faces, when we worship, when we call his name, then we're not there yet. We're still missing out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and it's it, but, and how does that, like, how does that make you feel? Like, when I stop and think about it, I'm like, man, I don't want to miss out. Why am I doing all this other stuff? I have two things. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was thinking about, you know, think about your favorite place ever or your favorite person ever or, like, your favorite just, like, anything, your favorite anything. And if you could have it, like, at all times, forever, every day, no, no limit, like just literally an all access all day, every day, mm -hmm. pass. But you only use it like two hours a week. It's good. Like you want it, you would not do that. Like, you, like is there, yeah, like is there um, a sports person that yeah. you follow that you want to play sports like or a singer that you want to sing like or? Yeah. Like we have access not just when we go to church, but we have access literally like from the moment we wake up, really all through our dreams. Like we have mm -hmm. access at all times to be in the presence mm -hmm. of Holy Spirit and like to feel the and have the power of all that He gives us. Mm -hmm. When we when we worship something, our eyes are on it all the time, whether it's you know clothes or a show or you know music, whatever. So if you had all access to, you know, again, whatever skill you wanted to get better at, mm -hmm. you would go spend your time with all that person. So why do we not constantly take in more and more of Jesus? Because he's the one that we know that if we keep our eyes on him, we'll become more like him, therefore having the abundant life, joyful life that he um, came to give us. So that's why we want to keep our mm -hmm. eyes on him. And of course there are so many distractions, which is the enemy's trick, which is what you were saying, because, you know, we are distracted and there are so many, um, things that he throws at us to cause us to stumble, hoping that we will fall, hoping that we will, you know, choose the wrong thing over the right thing. But what were you saying? If, if we knew yeah. who we would be after the storm, mm -hmm. then we could probably go through it a lot easier. Yeah. It's but, actually like, well, I don't even remember what it said, but it said something about like, 
if the enemy knew who you were going to be after the storm, then he wouldn't mess with you if he realized, like, who you were going to become because oh, of the storm that he was giving you? Because of the storm but making you stronger. But I think if we knew who we'd become through that storm, mm-hmm. we would fight harder mm-hmm. instead of just giving into it. And that's, that's why Colossians 3 says, set your mind on things above. Because it's just like when you're, like literally when you're running a race, yeah. you're not thinking about how your feet feel. You're not thinking about, I mean, you've got to breathe, you know. Yeah. But you're thinking on, about the finish line. Yeah. And that's what Paul said. He was like, I'm, you know, going to yeah. set my head, yeah. run the race. Yeah, because, forget the I things mean, behind me. it does matter how you start a game because you can... You can lose a game in the first quarter for sure. Like if you don't play well, like it's it's a it's harder to come back, mm-hmm. but it's possible to come back. And mm-hmm. all that really matters is how you finish. Mm-hmm. Because if you start strong and you end loose, then you're done. Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna win the game. You have to start strong, play strong, end strong. But you can not start strong, not play strong, and still end strong and win the game. Like you can come back. You can always come back. And I right. think that's what's the coolest thing about life and Jesus and how he parallels that in everything because there's always a comeback. Like right. comeback sauce or comeback in life. <laughs> like there's always a comeback. comeback sauce. And like that's who Jesus is and that's who like as hard as the world is, like mm-hmm. he's still reigning over all of it and there's mm-hmm. always a comeback. And, and there is nothing that you have done or will do that yeah. will um you know, make him give up on you. Yeah. So you should never give up on yourself. And uh, Lamentation says that because of his amazing love for us, we are not consumed because his mercies are new every morning. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, with that, it's this, I just saw this, Beth Moore just posted this, and it says it's not that you did everything right because... You can you can do everything right. You can do it as right as you possibly can and get it all right. Like, I mean, you're not going to be perfect, (laughs) but you can try your hardest. I'm speaking from perfectionist world. Like, you can try your hardest, and it's never gonna ever be about you doing everything right, even if you tried your hardest to. But it's always about God's faithfulness in all things. Yes, and that's why like. The power of worship moves mountains, and the power of worship, like, moves us, and it just, we get to enter into the power of worship by just kneeling down and bowing down and laying, like, going low and giving it all. And in our rest, when we rest and we choose Him and acknowledge His power over everything instead of, okay, I've got this many hours in my day, and I can squeeze all this stuff into it. When we choose to rest in Him and worship Him and come into His presence and just have that relationship with Him, He takes care of everything else. And I am personally speaking from experience. I've had a lot. I mean, in my 145 years old, I've had a lot of things. I was like, wait, well, no, she's not 145 <laughs> in case you were wondering. But I've had a lot of big things come at me. And all I did the the best thing I did was choose to lay prostrate like we talked about last week and continue to praise him for who he is and his faithfulness and his mercifulness and his awesome plans for me and his power over the enemy and all of the things that you find in Psalm 103 and Psalm 145 and Psalm 
146, all those things says we become what we behold. And it's true. Because whatever you put right here, and whatever you focus on is what you become. That's why it's important that you don't put Instagram, or it's important what's on your Instagram that you're putting right here. And it's important what's on your Netflix that you're putting right here, or Facebook, or um, whatever. <laughs> the other one that we were just talking about earlier. Um, it's important because whatever you're putting right here is what you're becoming. Just like we've said, you are what you eat. You know, you want to be a couch potato, you lay on the sofa eating your potato chips all day long, all summer long. Mm -hmm. um, so, it's um, it's important. Definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's where you focus, it's where you keep your eyes. Like, everything the Bible says, Jesus said, like, when you, when you focus and seek Him first, like, and you give everything to Him first, like, He takes care of all of it. Mm -hmm. And we can trust his faithfulness because all through the Bible, all through lives, like we can not only look back at our lives, but we have that great cloud of witnesses that Romans tells us about that like we can look back and see that he never gave up. God never gave up on anyone and he's not giving up on us. And we have that power that comes through worshiping him every day. And, and the reason he didn't give up on anyone is because the thing that makes the biggest difference in biggest difference in the world is it's not that he promised us he promised himself that he would never give up on us and he's not going to break a promise to himself he just wants us to remember if we keep our eyes on him he'll keep his eyes on everything else we remember who he is and we focus on he is and we rest in who he is and we have that relationship with him he knows the time we're taking to spend with him he in his love, he will multiply all that by what he takes care of for us because we choose to honor him. With all that, yes. in the past few weeks, we've had, this will be the sixth week to look at kind of ourselves. Mm, definitely. Definitely always looking at ourselves. Don't worry about anybody else. Just look yeah. at you because <laughs> we have enough to work on right yeah. here. And your relationship with Christ and where you like where worship is in your life like it really we're in our groups if you're studying with a group but really like this is so much like heart issues is really about ourselves we can't we need the accountability we need mm -hmm. the community like we all need each other for sure but mm -hmm. it all starts with Jesus and where you are and, and yeah. then who you put around you right so think about where you were at the beginning of the summer you know when we first started talking about this and where you how you've grown in your understanding of what worship is and how you were made to worship and how often you can worship, which we've said is every moment of every day, um, based on what situation you find yourself. And, and just think about how you've grown. Like, and you know what would be really neat is if you write all that down and put it in an envelope and save it for yourself and maybe write or give it to your mom and say hey will you give this to me you know in two years and just and pray I always pray um, for more of um, to be filled with more of the spirit so we can of course have more of the fruits of the spirit and then also I pray for more faith because Jesus told the woman who reached out for him he told her according to your faith it's been done to you so I'm like 
what's what's not being done because of my faith so that's a real thing you know so I always pray for more faith um, because I don't want to miss out on anything that he could be calling me to because of my own unbelief or um, you know not trust not trusting him so Mm -hmm. I think it's really important every week that we talk about this and throughout the weeks after we talk about this, but just to pray for Holy Spirit to show you, like, mm-hmm. if you're not feeling it, which we've talked about it this before, it doesn't really have anything to do with what you're feeling, but, like, if we talk about this every week and you're like, I just don't know what they're talking about, I've never felt that, I've never, there's nothing changes when I'm at church or, like, nothing changes when I go in my closet or read my Bible, like, I don't feel anything, I don't hear anything, I don't nothing's changing then definitely like it's just more of an opportunity to just ask holy spirit to help you like it's not i keep using the word feeling and i don't really mean to but like entering into that and like experiencing that and asking holy spirit to bring that into your life and how you're thinking and how you're just Everything that happens in here, like getting through everything, is processing, mm-hmm. and like it's just an opportunity to bring Holy Spirit into it and asking Him to show you mm-hmm. through worship, because there there is so much power in worship. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna give y'all some more questions, like in y'all's notes and things. You can either go through with your groups or um, with just if you're just studying with like just on your own, you can write it down and use your journals and. Um, just talk to your mom or a friend or anything like that mm-hmm. or just talk to us about it um, but we'll give that to you in the notes and um, mm-hmm. just look at more of it this week so have fun yeah again more and more happy July we can't wait for the paint fights and <laughs> they're coming um, just yeah be on the lookout for that and um, finishing up we have a couple more weeks of worship and, um, and then we'll, you know, take a little bit of break and go back into our next heart issue. So we're super excited to be studying with you. And if you have any questions or anything you want to talk about, just comment and let us know. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye.